0: Hey, welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. My name is Mindy. I'll be your host. Welcome to this episode. I want to focus today on the trouble that we see in front of us. Whether you watch the news, whether you watch Reels, TikTok, whether you scroll through social media, whatever it is, I'm assuming somehow, someway you are aware of kind of the very different things that are going on right now in our world. The good news is that this is no surprise to God. The not great news is that it's kind of, these times are kind of confusing and they're troublesome and many times they feel troubling in our hearts and in our minds we're trying to figure things out, and I can't stand some of the stuff I'm seeing. It's, like, heartbreaking. But I know that the Bible has told us that these things will happen. Men will become lovers of themselves. Men will want to do things more along the lines of uh, how they feel about it and, and, and what their feelings make them feel, rather than what is true, or what is right, or what they know to be right and true. Some of the very basic things that we've known our whole lives are now in question. And I'm not going to get into all of these things, but I just want you to remember, and if you haven't listened to the episode where I talked about discerning God's voice, confusion is never part of anything that has to do with Jesus. Confusion, fear, that that like uh, sense inside you where you're just like I don't even know wh- what's right. That isn't part of who God is and what God is. When I think of the troubles that we see right now, and when I think of the troubles that you and I experience in our lives, and they may be the same, they may be because of one another, and they may be completely different. If. I were just to go on what I see and what I feel and what it does to my heart and my spirit and even my stomach, I would be very worried and concerned. But I want to share with you why I'm not. And I want this to be encouraging to you. And I want to not just tell you how to think and how to feel. I want you to go and investigate for yourself. But here's the big picture of what I know. I many times wonder, what is God doing in my personal life? What What's the deal with all this loss? What's the deal with all this trouble? Why am I still dangling? You know, I feel so much um, because I am alone and, and not, I have Jesus. God is enough. All right. So let me say that God is enough. I mean, Jesus and God right now, I mean, they are my husband. They are my best friend. They are all the things since, you know, God took Lee. But I have to also be father and mother for my boys I've got to manage my own personal emotions, I have to work my businesses, I have to do all those things all the while trying to do what I feel like God wants me to do while I am sad and while I am like, what the heck now? And do I just keep being, you know, this person when I know in my heart who I'm designed to be? You know, that's just one kind of thought process on my life, but I know that each of us have that situation kind of in our own lives. But when I think about, like, God, what are you doing? I have to change my mind to this. I don't need to know what God's doing because I know what God has already done. And knowing what he's already done actually is what he will do in the future. He's died for our sins. We, he will never leave us. Or forsake us while in our worldly feelings and in our everyday, we may be like, just like, what are we doing? I feel like I'm falling off a mountain and I'm just like trying to grab at anything going down. That's what our reactive human nature does. But if we could just dive into His Word and dive into realizing that faith doesn't really activate unless we have to use it, faith is not only an action but is, it is a way we think in a way we function in this time. It may feel abstract, but it is a real thing. And there's something really cool, really cool about when we are diving into God's word, even if you're not sure what you believe, just go read and, and, and seek and seek and seek. And I would even challenge you try to disprove it. If you think that it's not real, go in and try to disprove it. But you can't say that something's not real, and disprove it if you've never even researched it, if you've never even investigated it. And especially now, in this time where things are so weird and so absolutely ridiculous and confusing, and like the things that, like I said, we've known that have always been are now in question, some very factual things, and you can put it, fill in the blank there with whatever you want to fill in. It starts to weigh on us, and it starts to be confusing if we don't, number one, know the truth. Number two, if we're not seeking the truth. And number three, if we're not realizing where our very foundation, hope, and future lies. And if you don't have that yet, can I lovingly, lovingly encourage you, read the Bible. Just start reading in, I would say, the New Testament. Start praying, God, are you real? Please show me that you're real if you are real. I need your help. I need to know what's going on. You guys, the evil one wants to confuse us. He wants to make us fearful. He wants us to be afraid and he wants us to question the very things that we've known to be true all of our life and that's what hap- what's happening right now. And he wants us to be in our head. He wants us to be in our feelings. He wants us to get away from all practical knowledge and he wants us to get away from truth. He is the king of lies. And that's where he wants us to stay, questioning everything that we've built our lives on, questioning everything that we've even put some of our faith in, right? So listen up. <sighs> Don't let your hard times be wasted. They can be used to build you up, to give you courage, to give you patience, kindness, self-control, and to be more like your Heavenly Father. But we must be willing to suffer sometimes, to be uncomfortable, to not get what we want, to be in a time of being outside of our emotions and outside of our, you know, fleshing. That sounded weird. Flesh. Like, what about me? And I want this, and I want it right now. And 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 that's not where faith comes in. And that's honestly not... Where Jesus is. Jesus is in the waiting with him and the seeking him and the God show me. God, show me what it is. God, show me, give me patience. Show me more knowledge. Give me wisdom. And and God says that if we ask for wisdom and knowledge, He will give it to us. But you guys, He's not going to give it to us in our bag when we go to Whataburger and get our fast meal. Oh, and oh, look at the wisdom I got here. It's going to come from doing what we don't want to do, but doing what will grow us and what is right. At times you may think your trouble will never end, but even your biggest troubles are small in comparison to the joy that we will someday get through heaven and through Jesus Christ. We should praise Jesus. We should praise God on our worst days. Because you guys, this world is not our home. This world is not our reward. This world is now, and it is what God has made it. And he allows certain things to happen for his glory, not ours, but ultimately for our good. God's ways are not our ways. When we get mad at him and think, why would he do this to us? And why is he punishing us? Haven't done anything wrong. It's, that's such a selfish, like immature mentality. And I know we all think that I've thought it before. Please know I'm not bagging on you. I am like, I have totally been there. But here's the bottom line. He has a bigger thing happening. And whether you know stories in the Bible or not, just read them. Go Google Google all of the stories, and they're so unfair, and they're so, in a worldly, flesh, human way, like messed up. But what God does in those stories far outweighs anything that happened in the worldly sense. The, yeah, they're very unfair, but you guys, I would rather life be very unfair and For me to get what God has for us later, whether that's when we die, whether that's when he comes back, which will all be there when he comes back. Don't get me wrong. But it's like whenever that time frame is, anything that's happened to us here will not even compare to the glory and the amazing things that will happen at end. And And I know that that comes with faith. But listen. Praise me even on your worst days, not just your best ones, because no, I am doing something for you. I'm changing you to be more like me, as hard as that may seem, and I'm preparing you for a joy that will last forever and ever. What God has planned for us is better than anything that we can contrive in our head anything that we could make up and be like ah this would be the best kind of life with this person and and this is what I do for a living or I have all this money and my kids are this and we like oh I live on all this land and we live by the beach whatever it is none of that will be ever as good as the joy of not only knowing him but his peace that surpasses all understanding the beauty and the joy and the unbelievable light that can only come from Him. 2 Corinthians 3.18, Our faces then are not covered. We all show the Lord's glory. We are being changed to be like Him. This change in us brings more and more glory and it comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And by the way, that's the Spirit that lives in us when we accept Him. Him. Romans 8.17, If we are God's children, then we will receive the blessings God has for us. We will receive these things from God through Christ. But yeah, we must suffer as Christ suffered. And then we will have glory as Christ has glory. 2 Corinthians 4.17 We have small troubles for a little while now, but they are helping for us to gain eternal glory. That glory is much greater than any of our troubles. In Ephesians 5.20 Give thanks for God the Father for everything, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all, in giving thanks, I know that's so hard. I know it's so, so, so difficult. And I know that this message may be hard to understand and hard to accept. But here's what I know. When I don't know what to do, when I'm sad, when I feel so beat up, because you guys, if anyone understands unfairness, if anyone understands, gosh, I want to cuss so bad right now. Um, And if we were here talking, I would. I just... (laughs) for you to feel the realness of what I'm about to say. But if anyone wants to have a pity party, I feel everything that happens to me is pretty, you know, pretty personal. My most favorite people, the closest people I've ever been to, the people that have been the most impactful in my life, God took. And he took them for his reasons. And while it hurts me, and I feel sometimes like, you know, what about me? these are my people, I know he's doing it to bring me closer to him. I know he's doing it for his reasons that are far better and far more worthy than me having my people in my life. But I will tell you this, everything that he's done that hurts, when I go back to him and even ask him why and even tell him I'm hurt, even tell him I'm upset, He does the most amazing things. And what he does is something in my spirit. And I cannot really explain that in worldly terms. It's nothing that I can hold. It's nothing that I can put in a package and give you. It's nothing that I can show you or share with you. But what I can tell you that it is, it's this light in my heart. It's a peace. It's this good, amazing feeling that no number on the scale matches, that no gift matches, that no number in my bank account matches, that no tall, dark drink of water asking me out to dinner would even compare. No amazing dream car, no amazing Louis Vuitton bag that I've won in my whole life. You know, nothing of that compares to what he gives me in my soul and in my heart. When I just say, God, I don't know what you're doing and all this crap I see, it's lies and it's twistedness and it's a desperate need for you, Jesus. Every time I go to him, he enlightens my heart and he gives me a joy that I can't explain. I can't explain it, but what I know is that I want that for you because it changes me from the very depths of me. He clears out the muck. He binds the devil from me and my family when I go to him. He puts a hedge of protection around my heart. He gives my children ups and downs. Yes, he does. But gosh, those boys have a knowledge that most adults don't. And it's because they have been through the ringer. And they, even at their young age, which one's almost 21 and one's 15, they know that God's real. My 21-year-old said, it's so hard for me to talk to some of my friends because they now think that they're not sure if they believe. They're not sure if they believe there is a God. They're they sure they believe Jesus is real. He goes, Mom, it's just so apparent to me. And, and I said, it's real to me, Andrew. Isn't it real to you? He goes, it's so real. And I said, yeah, I grew up with it, but it's just real. He's real. And I don't know how to explain that any better than even through all the stuff he's been through. He still knows that Jesus is real, and that's because not only does he seek him and pray to him, but it's just so apparent to him, and I praise God that it is, because you guys, we're going to have trouble in this world. It is, but how can we turn that into something good by praising God even in the trouble, by seeking him? There's a song that I started really, really just praying and, and, and singing, and I sing terribly. You can ask any of my friends. I sing terribly. I have this voice that is from teaching fitness classes so so long. Like, if you get me right when I first wake up, you're going to think I've been a smoker my whole life, you know? I haven't smoked ever. That was something my dad basically died from. So, of course, I will never smoke. I saw what happened to him. But, unfortunately, (laughs) I'm sure whatever happens to your throat when you scream and you yell and you're loud too much. Um, And even in the morning like I will sing to God, I will hum, I will hymn, I will sing a hymn, but the song that I sang right before Lee passed that I got really into that we had at his celebration of life is called Raise a Hallelujah, and I want to encourage you to find it. If you have Spotify, by the way, I'm not not sponsored by them, Spotify is the best dang thing I've ever found for music. It is the best I have. We have a family music, you know, uh, group, uh, not group, a playlist. I have my workout playlist. I have my Jesus playlist. I have my cycle playlist on there. I have, I have an easy playlist. I have a ratchet playlist. And I do, I do, you know, and I don't listen to that much. But every once in a while, I got to just get in there and just listen. I don't believe any of that stuff. But like that heavy beat, I just, I'm from, you know, I'm from the 80s and 90s. That heavy beat, I love it. That early hip hop. Oh, I love it. Anyway, my whole point in telling you that is there are multiple versions of Raise a Hallelujah on Spotify. You can find it anywhere else. But will you go to wherever you listen to music and ask them to play Raise a Hallelujah? It's basically, a raise a hallelujah in you know, the midst of my misery. I raise a hallelujah. I mean, basically in the midst of the trouble. And like, you guys, when I'm so sad that I don't know what to do, If I get in my feelings and get in my, the evil one could definitely use any of that and say, you are, you do have no hope, Mindy. Your boys have no hope. You'll never marry again. You're worthless. You're a bag of, you know, trouble. You know, you have so much bag. That's what the evil one wants me to know. But that's lies from the pit of hell, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus and I go towards the light and the light is Jesus. And I go, no, there is hope. I think about Ruth. I think about Tamar. I think about Hannah, Rahab. I think about even Mary. I think about all of these people he's used in the Bible and the terrible things that have happened to them and the loss and what God does with those kind of things. And by the way, I do not think I'm as amazing as them, but if we let our trouble be used for His glory, and we seek to praise Him in the middle of that, He will do something amazing. And if we are bold enough to step out and speak His name in the midst of all this crap, in the midst of all these lies and twisted thinking, His light will shine because light cannot be hidden in darkness. When you start to feel oppressed, when you start to feel all these feelings, start singing a praise, even if you don't feel like it. Say, Jesus, I love you and I praise you because I'm supposed to. I don't get it. I don't know why. But he's going to start doing something in your spirit and your heart. And I want for you not to waste your trouble. Because it is an avenue to, for you to grow deeper in your heart with him. An avenue an avenue for you to see more than just the trouble in front of you. And every time you see something on a reel or a TikTok or Instagram that troubles your spirit, Stop. Stop scrolling right then and say, Jesus, God, please clear this up in my head. Please make this somehow for your glory. Please, God, these people that are in pain and in trouble and not knowing what to do, so much not knowing what to do, they're questioning their very existence. They're questioning their very, you know, things that that they have been designed to do. They think they should now do something different, that that's actually the answer. And it's not, it's what the evil one wants them to do. Cause he wants them to be that much more confused and he wants them to get that much more in their feelings and, and their thoughts. And well, I feel like I want to do this, you guys and the Bible even tells us that's what's going to happen. You know, when the evil one gets in, when we have to rebuke him, I saw this uh, real and I, I follow Candace Cameron Bray. I just love her. She's the cutest freaking thing in the world. I just think she's beautiful and cute, but she loves Jesus. Her and her brother love Jesus. And I don't care if you like, you know, all the, all the shows they've been in or not, they love Jesus. And they speak to him while while having businesses and while doing things kind of in mainstream a little. And I love that because you know they have to fight things over and over and over again being in that. And she said she had woken up and she just felt so dark. And she goes, what we do when that happens is you rebuke the devil. You rebuke those evil spirits in the name of Jesus. You guys, they're real. Please don't think I'm, oh, great. Mindy's this weird person. I'm not because I know that there is good and there is evil. It's a fact. But you rebuke them by saying, no, in the name of Jesus Christ, get out. Turn on lights, open windows, like she said, get the light in, start singing praises and ask for him to come, ask for him to help. And in the name of Jesus, you guys, and even if you're not sure what you believe, there is no harm in asking for him to come in, asking for him to come save you and asking for him to help you because he will, everyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. And if you ask him to help you believe in your heart of hearts and see things, he will. And if you think, God, I many, this is a lot today. Maybe it is, but this is where I am. This is where God has me, and I just want to not let my trouble be wasted because I know it is all about a, a spiritual battle because we, we do not fight flesh and blood, you guys. We think we do. We fight the principalities and evil spirits of this world, and I pray for you and me that we would take all of our thoughts captive under the power of Jesus so that they can be focused on what is right, what is true, that we will get out of our wham, 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 emotional thoughts and feelings, and that we will get our hearts set on the foundation of truth. And not your truth, or what your truth is today, the truth, because there is truth, and our hearts and our spirits know it. They may be covered up with all this muck, you guys, but we are designed in His image. We are designed in the image of our creator and imperfection. We are not perfect. People say, like, you're perfect. No, we're not. No, we're not. We will always need to have that work because we're human. But we are designed in his image. And so our spirit, what we know inside us because of who we are designed after, knows our creator. And while maybe that's a little, you know, foggy and it's like not quite in, you know, focus, if you seek him, our spirits will know him and it will know truth. Even if we're confused, let me pray for us. Jesus, I love you. Lord God, please let this message fall because I feel this is what you want me to share today. Please let it land. Please let it just go in the depths of the hearts of those, Lord God, who need it. And those of us that are confused and just see this stuff, this ridiculous stuff, Lord God, that people are now thinking is truth and right. And maybe that's the answer, Lord God. The answer will never be anywhere other than you. No matter what's going on in our life, the answer is you. And through you, we can find avenues to help ourselves even more. But the ultimate God-sized hole in whatever has happened to us and whatever we're going through, the only thing that can fit in that hole is you. No Band-Aid to cover it up. No stitches of something else to try to piece it together will ever work or will ever matter. The only thing that will fill that hole is you. We're designed to want you. We're designed in your image, sweet Jesus. Please break through the lies. Let us be able to discern your voice with truth and peace and calmness and hope. Jesus God, show us where we're sinning. Show us what we're, where we're doing things we don't need to be doing and just convict us to move away from that. Lord, you can rede- redeem any situation. You can redeem any thought process. You can redeem anything we've done. Oh God, I love you and I praise your holy name. I pray this for us. It's in your precious name I pray, amen. You guys, I love you so much. Sorry this message was a little bit heavy, but I think it's due. And I see heavy things going on in our life. Listen, if you need a women's group that uh, you're willing to come in and kind of dive in and be willing to be part of maybe some weekly calls and some Bible studies, I want to invite you to The Bible Babes. Thebiblebabes.com. I have a little online women's ministry we meet once a week. We also do Bible studies that you can do on your own. Um, you can do them in a group. We have a new one coming out, and it's Through Any Stormy O. Martin, The Power of a Praying blank Bible Study. She has plenty of Power of a Praying wife, mom, uh, spouse, We're praying a mother of of an adult child. There's all kinds of things through her. And we're just going to do it as a group and each speak weekly kind of on what God's showing us in these studies. But I have a full membership site with lots and lots of Bible studies. One's on fear. One's on anxiety. One's on hope. One's on all kinds of things. And um, you get that as part of the membership. So I'd love to have you come check it out. TheBibleBabes.com